Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Part 3. Chapter 1 of Under Western Eyes by Joseph Conrad. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Part 3. Chapter 1. The water under the bridge ran violent and deep. Its slightly undulating rush seemed capable of scouring out a channel for itself through solid granite while you looked but had it flowed through razumov's breast it could not have washed away the accumulated bitterness the wrecking of his life had deposited there what is the meaning of all this he thought staring downwards at the headlong flow so smooth and clean that only the passage of a faint air bubble or a thin vanishing streak of foam like a white hair disclosed its vertiginous rapidity its terrible force why has that meddlesome old englishman blundered against me and what is this silly tale of a crazy old woman he was trying to think brutally on purpose but he avoided any mental reference to the young girl a crazy old woman he repeated to himself it is a fatality or ought i to despise all this as absurd but no i am wrong i can't afford to despise anything an absurdity may be the starting point of the most dangerous complications how is one to guard against it it puts to rout one's intelligence the more intelligent one is the less one suspects an absurdity a wave of wrath choked his thoughts for a moment it even made his body leaning over the parapet quiver then he resumed his silent thinking like a secret dialogue with himself and even in that privacy his thought had some reservations of which he was vaguely conscious after all this is not absurd it is insignificant it is absolutely insignificant absolutely the craze of an old woman the fussy officiousness of a blundering elderly englishman what devil put him in the way haven't i treated him cavalierly enough haven't i just that's the way to treat these meddlesome persons is it possible that he still stands behind my back waiting razumov felt a faint chill run down his spine it was not fear he was certain that it was not fear not fear for himself but it was all the same a sort of apprehension as if for another for someone he knew without being able to put a name on the personality but the recollection that the officious englishman had a train to meet tranquillized him for a time it was too stupid to suppose that he should be wasting his time in waiting it was unnecessary to look round and make sure but what did the man mean by his extraordinary rigmarole about the newspaper and that crazy old woman he thought suddenly it was a damnable presumption anyhow something that only an englishman could be capable of all this was a sort of sport for him the sport of revolution 
a game to look at from the height of his superiority and what on earth did he mean by his exclamation won't the truth do razumov pressed his folded arms to the stone coping over which he was leaning with force won't the truth do the truth for the crazy old mother of the the young man shuddered again yes the truth would do apparently it would do exactly and receive thanks he thought formulating the unspoken words cynically fall on my neck in gratitude no doubt he jeered mentally but this mood abandoned him at once he felt sad as if his heart had become empty suddenly well i must be cautious he concluded coming to himself as though his brain had been awakened from a trance there is nothing no one too insignificant too absurd to be disregarded he thought wearily i must be cautious razumov pushed himself with his hand away from the balustrade and retracing his steps along the bridge walked straight to his lodgings where for a few days he led a solitary and retired existence he neglected peter ivanovitch to whom he was accredited by the stuttgart group he never went near the refugee revolutionists to whom he had been introduced on his arrival he kept out of that world altogether and he felt that such conduct causing surprise and arousing suspicion contained an element of danger for himself this is not to say that during these few days he never went out i met him several times in the streets but he gave me no recognition once going home after an evening call on the ladies holden i saw him crossing the dark roadway of the boulevard de philosophes he had a broad-brimmed soft hat and the collar of his coat turned up i watched him make straight for the house but instead of going in he stopped opposite the still lighted windows and after a time went away down a side street i knew that he had not been to see mrs holden yet miss holden told me he was reluctant moreover the mental condition of mrs holden had changed she seemed to think now that her son was living and she perhaps awaited his arrival her immobility in the great armchair in front of the window had an air of expectancy even when the blind was down and the lamps lighted for my part i was convinced that she had received her death-stroke miss holden to whom of course i said nothing of my forebodings thought that no good would come from introducing mr razumov just then an opinion which i shared fully i knew that she met the young man on the bastions once or twice i saw them strolling slowly up the main alley they met every day for weeks i avoided passing that way during the hour when miss holden took her exercise there one day however in a fit of absent-mindedness i entered the gates and came upon her walking alone i stopped to exchange a few words mr razumov failed to turn up and we began to talk about him naturally did he tell you anything definite about your brother's activities his end i ventured to ask no admitted miss holden with some hesitation nothing definite i understood well enough that all their conversations must have been referred mentally to that dead man who had brought them together that was unavoidable but it was in the living man that she was interested that was unavoidable too i suppose and as i pushed my inquiries i discovered that he had disclosed himself to her as a by no means conventional revolutionist contemptuous of catchwords of theories of men too i was rather pleased at that but i was a little puzzled his mind goes forward far ahead of the struggle miss holden explained of course he is an actual worker too she added and do you understand him i inquired point-blank she hesitated again not altogether she murmured i perceived that he had fascinated her by an assumption of mysterious reserve 
do you know what i think she went on breaking through her reserved almost reluctant attitude i think that he is observing studying me to discover whether i am worthy of his trust and that pleases you she kept mysteriously silent for a moment then with energy but in a confidential tone i am convinced she declared that this extraordinary man is meditating some vast plan some great undertaking he is possessed by it he suffers from it and from being alone in the world and so he's looking for helpers i commented turning away my head again there was a silence why not she said at last the dead brother the dying mother the foreign friend had fallen into a distant background but at the same time peter ivanovitch was absolutely nowhere now and this thought consoled me yet i saw the gigantic shadow of russian life deepening around her like the darkness of an advancing night it would devour her presently i inquired after mrs holden that other victim of the deadly shade a remorseful uneasiness appeared in her frank eyes mother seemed no worse but if i only knew what strange fancies she had sometimes then miss holden glancing at her watch declared that she could not stay a moment longer and with a hasty handshake ran off lightly decidedly mr razumov was not to turn up that day incomprehensible youth but less than an hour afterwards while crossing the place Mollard, i caught sight of him boarding a south shore tramcar he's going to the chateau borel i thought after depositing razumov at the gates of the chateau borel some half a mile or so from the town the car continued its journey between two straight lines of shady trees across the roadway in the sunshine a short wooden pier jutted into the shallow pale water which farther out had an intense blue tint contrasting unpleasantly with the green orderly slopes on the opposite shore the whole view with the harbour jetties of white stone underlining lividly the dark front of the town to the left and the expanding space of water to the right with jutting promontories of no particular character had the uninspiring glittering quality of a very fresh oleograph razumov turned his back on it with contempt he thought it odious oppressively odious in its unsuggestive finish the very perfection of mediocrity attained at last after centuries of toil and culture and turning his back on it he faced the entrance to the grounds of the chateau borel the bars of the central way and the wrought-iron arch between the dark weather-stained stone piers were very rusty and though fresh tracks of wheels ran under it the gate looked as if it had not been opened for a very long time but close against the lodge built of the same grey stone as the piers its windows were all boarded up there was a small side entrance the bars of that were rusty too it stood ajar and looked as though it had not